This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to Safety Talks, a podcast about all things safety, as defined by you, with your host, Steve Sisson, on Safety FM. This episode of the broadcast and the podcast is brought to you by Safety Focus Moment. They're consultants that want to help you get the safety culture you've been looking for. For more information, go to safetyfocusmoment.com. Welcome, everybody, to Safety Talks with Steve Sisson. I am your host. We are here presenting the very first podcast, which will be featured on Safety FM. You can find us at safetyfm.com. Please go to the page and like it. Um, I'm very excited today for a couple reasons. One, uh, this is my very first podcast, as I just mentioned. And secondly, I'm here with Lisa Lassiter at Safety Pros, who has got some good information and is going to uh, is going to talk to us about the product, talk to us about herself, and uh, let's get right to it. Lisa, thank you very much for joining the show today. Good morning, Steve. Thank you for having me. I'm also excited, and um, I hope that we can, uh, you know, answer some questions people might have and. Uh, Give them some direction, and uh, again, just thank you for letting me be your guest. Oh, absolutely. I appreciate it. I, I'm the one who's honored here. Let's, let's jump right into it. Uh, why, why don't you just give us a little bit of background on yourself and, uh, and, and your business that, that you guys are running and, and what you can do for the safety profession out there and how you can help uh, safety leaders. Are you sure you want to open that up? That could be a, you know, a three-day conversation. Uh, let's, see if, <laughs> let's see if I can uh, put it in uh, some, a nutshell and, and try to make some really good points. And The first thing I need for you to know is that I don't consider myself to be a safety professional. Uh, I extremely admire the people that I've met in this industry. I call them the blue-collar guys, the hard-hat guys. And, and girls, they are the safety experts and professionals. I admire how hard they work to get their skill levels and certifications. Um, I'm here to be their advocate. I'm here to try to make their lives easier. I'm here to help them uh, reach their goals in their safety culture. And so that's really what I want to talk about today. Um, at Safety Pros, uh, our goal is to create custom proactive safety software that focuses on the key safety metrics that help companies develop a deep safety culture. Now that is my one sentence elevator pitch, if you will. Um, <laughs> and I worked really hard on that. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. No, no, that's, that's <laughs> great. Everybody's, everybody's got to have an elevator pitch and, and yours is great. Uh, well, um, like many of your listeners, um, I did not set out to work in the safety industry. I, I can promise you I did not. Um, but I was working in sales, corporate America. And as we were calling on companies with sales promotional products, we just began to realize that um, safety needs were evolving very quickly. That industry exploded, um, you know, 25, 30 years ago. And that companies we worked with needed a more flexible, proactive approach to safety and to continuous improvement and I think we supply that. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I've been looking over your website quite a bit um, to, to see exactly what Safety Pros does and, and and there's a lot of good stuff on there from employee incentives to, you know, just general uh, programs out there and, and videos and all kinds of good stuff. You know, for the listeners out there, safetyprosource.com is where you can find that. You know, I, I'm reading on here that the business has been there for 30 years, the v, VPP license uh, recognition program, and it's a woman-owned business. 
It is a one-on-one so, business. And that's, that's fantastic. Here at Safety FM and uh, Safety Talks with Steve, we, we like to promote uh, companies like yours because, you know, it, it, it brings more uh, emphasis to safety than everybody's responsibility. It's not, you know, as it was 30 years ago where it was just men in the industry. Women represent safety um, just as much as men these days, and it's, and it's fantastic. So women-owned businesses um, out there in the field are great. Your companies have, um, they usually have someone who's involved in supplier diversity. So we meet those standards as a woman-owned company. The smaller company that we were originally was woman-owned. Uh, we are a Performa franchise, Performa is woman-owned, and um, that just meets that diversity requirement. And uh, I think it also gives us a little bit of a different approach to, to things. It, I, I realize it probably is still considered a, a man's industry, but you have so many women uh, working in industry in, in every aspect, and we... Um, I like that we represent those ladies. Oh, absolutely. I, I can tell you I've been in the industry for quite a few years, and I've worked uh, alongside men and women, and the knowledge base of both are just absolutely fantastic. And when it comes to safety, really, gender, it makes no difference. No, it, it's it all about be, being able to get out there, understand the systems, and make the necessary changes for employee safety, you know, for facility safety, whatever safety uh, you're in. What What is uh, Safety Pros? If you had to nail down a flagship program, what would be your, your your one core strength that Safety Pro has? I think that, um, well, let's see. You have best practices. There's one of your key phrases in the industry. Every industry has safety practices, best practices in their safety programs, right? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Um, I also have best practices, and my best practices involve um, helping companies create a sustainable safety program, that not only addresses their needs, but also saves them time and money, creates engagement and awareness um, in their safety culture. We want to help increase communication, and that is not just from the top down, but also from the bottom up. You know, the employees are really the ones who can tell you what they need, and they need a platform. We help companies effectively track and measure you, the data that they're collecting using real-time dashboards. We work in just about every industry, manufacturing, wholesale distribution, construction. I can't really think of an industry or business of any kind that is not permeated by the need for safety. Um, logistics, oil and gas industry, uh, even office personnel have safety concerns. And so we try to meet those. Uh, our programs are all custom because every, pro every industry is a little bit different and every site that every company owns is a little bit different. Yeah, and that's that. I'm glad you said that. You know, I've been in I've been in industry for quite a while, and and I do run into the uh, you you want to have that one program that fits all and try to make it fit. Well, that 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 process doesn't work. You really got to go in and do exactly what you said. You got to look at each one of the operations individually because right. no two one is exactly the same. Even if they're doing the same the same exact work, there's still different hazards. There's still different processes in one fashion or or another. So. Well, that's great that you had mentioned that. Now, even working within the same company, different sites have, they may be a manufacturer or they may be a warehouse. So they're obviously have different, some things are the same, you know, OSHA standards, slip strips and falls, ladder safety, but, um, you know, very specific. If you have a foundry, you know, your warehouse is not going to have the same concerns as a foundry. Absolutely. And, and I was reading on the website, the, the incentive program, and I was reading through some of the blogs that are on your website, and, and one of the more recent ones was about the uh, new OSHA kind of standard, I wouldn't call it a standard, uh, more of the new OSHA interpretation 
of incentive plans. And you guys are kind of focusing on that as you build incentive plans. Is that correct? It is, and I'll tell you, OSHA kind of uh, geared away from the word incentive for a long time. Kind of was a was a. I don't want to call it a dirty word, but it was kind of a word you wanted to gear away from because companies were not really doing them correctly. Um, you have to have a program that um, does not in any way uh, discourage reporting. There cannot be any punitive action. And that was happening within companies. I don't think they really realized it. But when you're dealing with cash bonuses, so say... Uh, we're gonna, if we're incident free for, or we don't have a recordable for a qu- the whole quarter, maybe everybody gets a hundred dollars cash bonus and a pizza party. That sounds great until somebody sees something that really needs to be reported. And if they report it, they're gonna cost everyone in their section their bonus. So that kind of very much discourages reporting. So, you know, I always felt like OSHA really had the best interests of the workers in mind. That's obviously why they're there. Um, recognition and incentive programs can be fantastic motivators. They've been proven to be, but they have to be implemented correctly. That's where we go with our programs, try to have something that in no way discourages reporting. And as long as you do that and it's positive and it's free of any retribution or punitive action, then you're good with OSHA. Yeah, absolutely. And and then I've run into the same situation many a times where we dissuade um, reporting for for a bonus of some sort. And and it's just not the right way to run a safety program because you're not seeing some of the uh, some of the near misses that are out there, some of the near hits or or however you want to place it simply because people don't want to report. So if they're not reporting the things that potentially can go wrong, then how do you know what to fix? Right. You're not proactive. The IRS got a hold of that also um, when we're talking about cash, um, any type of cash bonus that you give is taxable. You know, either the employer is going to pay the tax on it before they hand it to an employee, or the employee is going to see on their income tax statement that they've been taxed on their bonus. Um, and that's always been kind of an issue. Um, cash bonuses encompass, cash encompasses anything from cash to gift certificates, gift cards, coupons. And it just so happened that on the 18th of December, a month ago today, the IRS released an updated policy that uh, basically really prohibits companies from using cash and cash equivalent awards. Again, that's um, gift cards, coupons, uh, vacations, meals, lodging. Um, They want you to use something that is tangible. And that's where our programs come come in and and really fall in line with not just OSHA, but with the IRS. Um, What is okay with the IRS are tangible rewards. Uh, Our company helps you create a program with your key metrics, and then you're taking that data. What are you going to do with that data? Well, let's use it positively. Let me help you create a recognition system uh, rather than try to keep a safety closet. A lot of the guys that just heard those words rolled their eyes. They kept safety closets with little gifts and things in them for years. It became their huge job. How did that? How did that become your job? You know, for people to come to you and and say, you know, I've got this uh, little card that says I get an award. Go in there and pick your award. Somebody's got to buy all those. So um, we have a website. We do a, a point-based program, and then you take the points, you redeem them on a website that has 
eight to 10,000 gifts, over 650 brands. It is extensive. And then the IRS allows you an average of $400 per person per year untaxed on tangible awards. So those are some of the things that we do to ensure that your company, when they do decide to do an incentive slash recognition slash appreciation program, whatever you want to call it, to keep you out of trouble with any of the government organizations. You know, everybody who's involved in safety, um, you know, does everything they could possibly can to keep uh, the regulators out of the industry or out of their business. And, and, and they do that by doing the best they can to follow um, the regulations that they put out there. And, and now and now we have the IRS out there that safety hasn't, for the most part, had to deal with too much. But when we are dealing with recognition programs, this is a new element. Right. Maybe not new, but it's an element that's coming, you know, coming to bear that we need to address. And it looks like Safety Pros has uh, a good program in place. We do. Um, we also have uh, we have a lot of success stories. You know, if uh, anybody contacts me, I have case studies that I can give them. Um, you know, the return on investment figures for anything that you do come after the fact. Um, you can see your savings. You can see uh, your decreased costs later, no matter what it is you're concentrating on. You look at those things later. Um, so specifically, uh for instance, we have a company we work with, uh, their manufacturer foundry. Um, they had one site that needed a more integrated, let's call it an application. They were doing a safety program. Eh, wasn't really catching on. Nobody was really excited about it. So they needed something that they knew was more performance improvement oriented. So we helped them uh, detail and organize that option, put together their key objectives. And we really just did that through consulting. You know, what do you need? What have you tried in the past? What do your employees want? Um, how can I help you save time? That's a really big thing for me. Uh, I've talked to a lot of guys who spend 40% of their salary time on safety programs, things that were never really in their uh, job description. So how can I help you save time? Um, we were able to help that one site, it's a large company, improve engagement. They reinforced education by putting some safety uh, quizzes on their site. Uh, there people get immediate points for doing those safety quizzes and then you can look and see very quickly if anybody's missed anything. You can see what questions they missed in the safety quiz and that opens up another door of communication. You know, did you read this wrong or do you really not know? Because if you don't, we need to talk about it. Um, we helped them, their safety uh, suggestion box exploded. Something that was always empty now is overflowing. Uh, we increased uh, their risk and hazard reporting because now instead of there's no punishment, they're getting rewarded for that. Uh, they now have eight sites using our program. Their companies love the program. It's easy to understand, and this is pretty standard. A lot of companies will start with one, we'll call it a guinea pig or a test program. And when they see how well it's going, they start bringing their other sites on. That's that's great. You mentioned a couple things that I that I thought were uh, pretty interesting. Um, I've ran into uh, employers putting together incentive programs, but they'll miss one key point. They never ask the employee what they would like. Right. So they say, you know what, we're going to come out and we're just going to give you shirts. Well, that may not be what your workforce is looking for. Maybe they're <laughs> looking for something different. And then the other one that I really like is the uh, suggestion box. Yes. I couldn't tell you, and many many companies struggle with this simply because they don't know how to promote it correctly. You go to your suggestion box, and what do you find in there? Snickers wrappers. You know, it becomes a trash <laughs> box. And I, I, I've seen it, and I pulled them out of boxes myself. And then I realized this just isn't working. We got to find another way. And that's where you know companies like Safety Pros come in and 
help companies develop that program where they actually work, you're actually getting suggestions, and it becomes more of a proactive engagement rather than a trash box. Right, and your employees want to know that they're being heard. So you ask for suggestions, they give them to you, nothing ever comes of them, why would they do it again? You know, human nature is to be patted on the back. Yes, I know people come to work, and yes, I, I realize people should be grateful they have a job. I do, I understand that. Um, my dad was of that uh, generation. Be glad you have a job, do your best because you go in every day. But it is human nature to say, you know, am I doing what you want me to do? Ask me what you need. So you take the suggestion box and you say, for viable suggestions, this is also a good way to get your management, your managers involved. Because if your managers are not involved, your program is not going to fly anyway. You have got to have that uh, that street cred where your managers believe in what you're doing. So you get your managers involved. They look at safety suggestions. They give points for good safety suggestions. And then maybe if they implement one, they advertise that. They give that recognition. And they give them a large block of points. And when we're talking about redeeming points, like an Amazon website that we have, you can get anything from fishing gear to jewelry to, I mean, you name it, something you use in your house, it, it doesn't matter. It's pretty wide open. That counteracts the issue with how many more mugs could somebody possibly want? How many more caps and shirts? You know, I, I dealt with a guy, uh, large oil and gas industry. He was so great. He said, I don't wear hats, but I've got them all over my office. He was pinning them up in his office on the wall. But he never wore one. Well, don't you want something that you can look at and you know why you received it? Um, our program runs kind of like uh, airlines points or if you or travel a lot and you um, rent cars. And you take those points, you redeem them for something. Every time you look at it, it has an emotional attachment. You know where you got it. You know why you got it. Absolutely. And, and you're, you're absolutely correct there. You, you want to make it meaningful. Uh, you make it like like the guy who's hanging his hat on his walls. It doesn't really mean much to him, but he is showing he's important because he's getting a lot of hats. Uh, right, right, right. He appreciates them and you smile at them. But wouldn't you rather have something that's um, usable? Uh, if you wouldn't, I promise you, your family would, your children would, and we try very hard to uh, bring a sense of community and family to our programs, also, so that your families know what you're doing. My dad worked, uh, I can go ahead and say this, uh, it was Ingalls at the time uh, in Pascagoula, and I never knew what he did. He was a draftsman. I never knew what he did. I never knew the importance of what he did. Um, and I think that your family should know, and if you bring home something for them that you got as a reward, then that shows uh, and it has an emotional attachment for your kids. Well, I think Safety Pros um, has a very good program here. You've got a robust website. You've got uh, uh, some safety videos to choose from. You've got mm -hmm. the, uh, you know, a lot of different uh, items on your webpage. And, you know, I would encourage the listeners to go to um, uh, www.safetyprosource.com to take a look and uh, see, uh, see about the program. Contact Lisa. Contact the team. Let them talk to you, see what they can do for you. Lisa, is there any last things you'd like to say before uh, before we move on? No, other than I know that a lot of companies have tried these types of programs or some type of program. Give me a call and let me show you, like in your industry where things have improved 
and grown. Let me show you how my industry has improved and grown, how hard we have worked to create a software program that will meet your needs, put everything you're doing in one automated, integrated program where you can pull up real-time dashboards, you can see your program move, you can see who's participating and who's not. You don't have to keep pages and pages of spreadsheets. Let me let me help your uh, program and, and let me um, increase your time efficiency. I would love to talk to you. You're right. It's safetyprosource.com. And my name's Lisa. Lisa, thank you very much for your time today. Thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you. And thank you again for being my first speaker on Safety Talks with Steve Sisson. Please go to Safety FM, like the page, hear the podcast. You'll also hear on Safety FM, a lot of other podcasts from Dr. Jay Allen, the creator of Safety FM. You have uh, hundreds of other podcasts out there you can listen to. So thank you all for listening. This has been a first podcast by uh, Safety Talks. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, listeners. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Safety FM.